Alrighty, the much-anticipated moment you've been waiting for is here, the finale to our Toxic series. Drum roll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, episode Toxic Gender Row starts now. Welcome to Bruno Explains It All. If this isn't your first time hanging out with us, then excuse me and let me say welcome back. It is I, your favorite friendly neighborhood podcaster, streaming straight out of New York City. Super shout out to my hometown, who is by far our biggest supporters. Um, And I have JB in the producer seat. Everybody say hi to my co-pilot. bestie here, guys. And your new BFF. What's going on? What's going on? Right. So you're pretty excited for this episode. I am. I actually am (laughs) pretty excited because I'm like, all these episodes we've been doing, I'm like, do you care to tell us why? Because, you know, I feel like, I mean, to be honest, it's funny though, because all of our subjects that we've been doing have been like things that a lot of people can relate to, you know, and then that, you know, a lot of people can relate to. And honestly, this subject, I feel like everyone, if anybody every probably everybody in the world can relate to this and it also ties together our our other episodes you know with the toxic women toxic men stuff like that facts so before we jump into the hot topic that's landed on our table we want to remind everybody to follow us on tiktok and instagram bruno explains it all there you can enjoy many clips of the show and finally chime in that's right like subscribe and comment we'll be reading what you guys have to say in future episodes so that's really cool fun update for you guys that support us um jb gender roles What's the first thing that goes through your head when you hear the term gender roles? Uh, honestly, and don't take this wrong guy, wrong way, guys, but when I hear gender roles, I think man works, take care of home, women maintains the home. That that's that's the first thing that pops in my head. Like literally the first thing. I mean, obviously it goes deeper than that, but that's the first thing that I can think of. Then you probably have a similar answer to the next question. What's the first thing that goes through your mind when you hear the term toxic gender roles? Wait, do you feel that all gender roles are toxic? I feel like yeah, in their own way they can be. They can yeah, be. Yeah, like there are some, you know, cons to doing things traditionally, I guess, in some cases. Because you know, one person would want it a traditional relationship or, you know, a traditional household some people think oh no like we've been past those times like we're in a new generation you know so it could you know come with its it could come with its you know it's it's cons a little bit to be honest all right i'm gonna hit you with a tough one you ready go for it who do you feel has worse gender roles and expectations men or women 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 yes then you're 100 no change my mind no change my mind (laughs) do you believe toxic gender roles or beliefs can perpetuate violence against women and girls um uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't really say violence, but you know, there are their cons to it. But I wouldn't really say violence. That's probably like be like the more extreme cases. Katerina Messina wrote an article for Pace University. She reports social gender roles dictate how most people are raised, behave, and treat others. Within most societies, a person's gender will dictate how they will be treated throughout their lifetime. Western society has created specific gender roles for feminine and masculine expressing people. It pushes heteronormity and places people into different boxes based on how they are assigned or labeled at birth. This type of society has constructed the idea of gender and sex, which in turn has formed social gender roles generally gender roles dictate that women are to be stereotypically feminine and those and thus are expected to be polite accommodating nurturing while men are expected to stereotypically be masculine and are expected to be strong aggressive and bold for example people who express femininity may mistake abuse for love because they are taught that they should be submissive towards aggressive behavior 
people who express masculinity <laughs> masculinity <laughs> may on the other hand act physically and emotionally abusive towards their partners because they are taught that dominance is impressive the dynamic between the type of gender expression is harmful to all parties and not only affects the way individuals interact with each other but it also affects the way people view femininity and masculinity in general you agree i actually do i actually do agree 100 i was on a website right called oxfam.com it was pretty cool and it says one in three women will experience physical or sexual violence in her lifetime while there is no single cause for such violence some of the strongest and most consistent factors are harmful social norms that contribute to the gender inequality these norms are based on shared beliefs and expectations and how people should behave they include male entitlement domination and control over the bodies of women and girls and rigid gender roles as highlighted in oxfam's research From from across 12 countries including Africa, Latin America, and the Caribbean, and the Pacific. When we come back, we're gonna break down the social norms that drive violence against women and girls and also discuss the challenges that our brothers be facing. So we are back. Me and JB are about to break down the 10 social norms that Oxfam.org is reporting drives violence to women and girls. So JB, do you agree that it could be violent? Yes, it can. But not Definitely. always. Yeah, not always. So you want to go down the, the 10 um, social norms for women? Yeah, sure. Go so ahead. number one, and you let me know if you heard any of these. Women must be submissive to male family members in all aspects of her life. Rigid gender roles often resort in the expectation that women be submissive to male family members. When married, women are expected to obey their husbands, act according to their wishes, and not strive for equal decision making. If they transgress these norms, they may face physical violence used by husbands as punishment or discipline in the solomon islands i don't even know where that's located but 49 percent of respondents agreed a good wife should obey her husband even if he is wrong i've heard that many times i've heard that many different many, cultures. many times different many cultures times. i mean it still goes on today and that's what's kind of like the, african women oh yeah i, I don't know I, I feel mean, like i feel like i'm not trying to be offensive to african women right, this is like right. out of a place of love but i feel like they're like a mixed bag where there are i've seen a lot of hand full submissive african women but then i've it met very strong-minded very yeah but you know but the thing is though it's like remember in their like in in their homeland and how things have been done and things were going like generations back in their past you know that's how things were done you know if the woman disobeyed the husband then you know she could possibly get beat you know or sometimes even killed the way things are i guess over here in the u.s you know obviously if you touch your wife she can call the cops on you you go to jail you know so it's not as i wouldn't say like i mean i guess obviously you said that you've met african women who are strong-minded independent and stuff like that but that's because it's okay for that to be the norm over here like it's okay for that to happen over here but in other I mean, yeah you're right i you, haven't met like yeah i mean i'm pretty I sure i'm pretty sure if you go to africa and then you see how they do things over there it's going to be completely different completely than how different. we do things over here but that's because it's okay over there i'm not saying it's okay morally but you know that's just how things have been that's how the women and the men were raised that's what they were accustomed to that's what they saw their entire lives growing up so it's not frowned upon over there but over here obviously things are different so it gives women 
more freedom to shine and do their own thing and be more independent you know uh you know what group of women who sometimes i i would never say that i look down on them but i almost have some sort of i don't know an extra level of respect or compassion like, like, like you sympathize like you sympathize yeah like them. middle eastern women right where it's just like based on either religion or tradition they're so like submissive they're like so like you know what you get what i'm saying yeah there's ones that you don't you can't see their hair you can't see their face you yeah can because you know some, eyes. some of them are deep rooted in their culture you know that's yeah. again that's how they were brought up as kids that's how it's been in their culture their religions however it is whatever it is you want to call it you know like that's how they've been doing things for hundreds of years for many it's like years. why like, break the exact cycle now when and it's you been see going now, on for so long now over there in their country they face severe consequences for overstepping the boundaries but over here you know yeah they may still carry on the same practices but they don't face the severity over here like they would in their own country you know what i mean and i'm not i'm not trying to speak ill on anybody but you know every every country do they everybody does things differently you know we can't say somebody's wrong for doing something when they've that's all they know that's what they've done their entire lives that's what they grew up seeing their parents do their grandparents their uncles aunts you know so everything's just done differently i guess depending where you are in the world so our next one comes really really good question that i just came up with do you do you believe society expects men to exercise a level of control um yeah i yeah. feel like yeah that do. is a con for both men and women it is a con it is a con and, for both sides but that um uh what would you call it i guess you could say like that uh damn what's the word i kind of lost it i guess like thinking that way of thinking mainly comes not even from like political views and stuff like that but that's mainly from the women in the relationship like the, the women in the relationship like when a man takes control or can make like hard decisions and stuff like that i feel like it's a a win-lose situation for guys when it comes it to is. that it is. it's just like sometimes Completely. your partner whether you know we're gonna just keep it real simple men and women right now so your, your wife your girlfriend your, uh, the girl that you like that sits across the classroom they're expecting some sort of level of machismo and uh -huh. power and control but too much control now that's a bad thing right they right. want control but they don't want to be controlled yeah exactly <laughs> does it make sense it, it it does make sense it does make sense but then the con from that is now if the man tries to show a little bit of like leniency or okay it's fine that's okay then it's like now some women would be like oh you're not acting like a man or you're not too man and or you're not asking you're not acting masculine you're acting feminine and you're just you know letting me do whatever i want and but then it's like but do you want me to set boundaries or do you want me to be a little more lenient like exactly you know? so that's why you know i do agree there are pros and cons to it like number three men have the right to discipline women for incorrect behavior our research revealed that there is a strong belief among both women and men that violence is acceptable even necessary when used by men to discipline women for not delivering on their perceived responsibilities or when their behavior transgresses social norms the research found physical violence was justified when a woman does not obey her husband and again in the solomon Islands, 65 percent of women respondents and 35 percent of male respondents agree with the statement it is acceptable for a man to hit and hurt his wife if she doesn't do the housework to his liking 
Absolutely not. <laughs> I <laughs> I will not stand behind that. I mean, like I said. You and know, I wouldn't like stand this... behind a woman disciplining a man. No, exactly. Of course not. Of course not. Because they have... We're you know, not there's, fucking there's always children. That, there's always that precipice of, oh, men can't hit women. So if a woman hit, she thinks it's okay to hit a man because a man's not going to hit her back. You know, I, like, let's that, talk <laughs> about that. Since you brought it up, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about that, that sort of stereotype and social norm. Who created that rule where... Mm, like, I'm not condoning violence <laughs> against women, but who came up and said a man shouldn't lay their hands on a woman? I think that concept came from the Just fact because, that... Just based on physical because, strength? Yeah, basically, yeah, basically. But then, you know, then they see it as like, oh, But I've well. never heard the term growing up, you're a woman, you better not lay your hand on that man. If anything, it's I felt like it's been more socially accepted and sort of pushed that when a woman feels like she has the need to strike her husband, she oh, could. No. no, definitely. And I actually see it a lot, especially on social media, where um, women post and write comments like, oh, if he's yelling at me, then be careful because my hands get real bisexual and they'll put their hands on men just for an oh, argument. Oh, I'm real big on that statement. I'm so sorry. If a like, uh, Six. I, I'm five nine. But if right? you. But my thing is though, if it's just a verbal argument, and nobody's touching you, it should never. Why, get do, why do you feel like you have to smack this person in the face because they're yelling at you? You guys are having a mutual argument. You're yelling, they're yelling. You guys are having a disagreement, whatever it is. Why do you feel the need to hit on somebody because they're raising their voice? They didn't touch you. They didn't put their hands on you. Why do you feel the need to result to violence? Because hey. then, and most, especially now, you're gonna get a response back. You hit a man, he's gonna hit you back. Like that's you know everybody's moving away from the man can't hit women. Listen, I'm gonna say like, something, and it's probably gonna bite my butt in weeks to come. Because you know how we live in a society now. They they'll take what you said like 20 years ago or five right. weeks ago, <laughs> and they're like, let's crucify him. But I'm gonna make a clear statement. I am 5'9". I'm about after this hospitalization, I've lost some pounds. I've, I've lost some weight. So I'm probably like around 140, right? 5'9". And if a woman, six foot or better, three times my size, is pounding on me like Donkey Kong, <laughs> I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna bite her, I'm gonna bite her in the titty. I, <laughs> I'm gonna do everything to protect myself. And that's just that i mean like honestly like i wouldn't blame you <laughs> like, I like, <laughs> like if a china walks in oh my god and is like pounding on me what makes I you mean, think that i'm not gonna grab a chair I and mean, throw it at her i mean she did say don't treat her like a woman <laughs> but she also said don't treat her like a man <laughs> <laughs> all right number four Women cannot deny their male partner sex. In intimate relationships, women's and girls' choices over their bodies are dominated and controlled by their male partners and their belief that the woman's body should always be available to men. These norms contribute to intimate partner rape and other forms of abuse, which are the most common form of violence against women and girls. In Tunisia, youth state that women should always be ready to satisfy a man's sexual urges. In the Solomon Islands, 52% of men believe a woman is obligated to have sex with her husband, even if she does not feel like it. No, I don't agree. I, I shouldn't feel, I mean, I feel like that's I agree fine. that it happens. All these social no, yeah, norms no, no, that yeah. I, I've heard no, it. Yeah. 
I agree. I do agree I'm that not they, standing behind I do agree it, it happened. I just don't agree with it having to be an obligation. Like, that just sounds insane. I feel like you should, if you want, like, if you're in the mood and you want to have sex with your partner, then go for it. But to say, oh, I want to have sex right now, we're going to do it. And if your wife isn't in the mood and you're like, no, you're going to do it. Like, that. now that sounds a little That's rape. Right. That sounds freaky. That's to fucking like, right. That, that sounds like a, a fucking predator that doesn't even sound like a husband your husband's a predator if he does that to you and if your wife does that to you and she's a fucking wacko honestly yeah I feel like honestly it can't go both ways a Not woman that is can't. able to rape a man is a fucking wacko and, and it's like probably the most dangerous woman on earth and now guys how can you when, rape a man now guys when we say rape we don't mean just physical rape because when it comes on most women's end it's more manipulation you know like oh because then now men think like okay well she wants to have sex but if i don't have sex with her then she might go and do it with somebody else and that's always what's going to be on somebody's mind like okay like now i need to satisfy her needs because if i don't she might go looking for it somewhere else and that's basically like what do you what do you call it like gaslighting or yeah or, yeah like sexual manipulation yeah i mean but women go through that all the time like no but oh, that's what i'm saying like, like, rape, I don't... like rape is not only physical rape like like rape can be manipulation. like oh i'm holding you down it's like emotionally raping you in yeah a way, you yeah because then now the male would be scared that okay like if i don't do it she's gonna get it somewhere else so i'm gonna just do it whatever and then you know like i said it's there's many forms of rape you know it's not just physical so the number five gender role for women that is found to be toxic is sexual harassment and the normalization of sexual harassment for women dominant patterns around male sexual entitlement over women's bodies contribute to sexual harassment and other forms of sexual violence in colombia a young woman stated i believe that everything arises from the fact that men see us as sexual objects and as the persons they need to fulfill their sexual needs this is powerfully demonstrated by the LAC regional research that found 75% of young people state their male friends believe harassment is normal. And harassment comes in all shapes and sizes. A woman walking down the street past construction workers and they're all and they're trying to like cat call whistling her. and cat yeah. calling her. That is a form of harassment. Yep. A woman going into her office every day and her boss ever so gently laying his hand on her shoulder and saying flirty things. That is a form of harassment. Right. My boss nitpicking Karen, the smallest <laughs> things, is a form of harassment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah, sexual harassment, no, but harassment, no, is, yes, harassment. But harassment, yes. <laughs> and but, I think you know what it is, though. I think uh, the reason why it's like that is because you know, um, men trying to shoot their shot, but them not being physical. They take it as like, oh, I was just flirting. I was just joking. You know, I'm just flirting. But it's like, if you if you see that the woman's not interested or if, she, if she's telling you to stop and you're not stopping, then now you're, that's that's harassment. Now you're just harassing her. She told exactly. you to stop. If you see she's uncomfortable, leave her alone. And number six goes um, hand in hand with number five. Number six is women experience violence because they are dressed provocatively. And that's been said for centuries. I mean, I'm girl gets raped. Look what she was wearing. Girl gets robbed. Look where she was walking. Um, at this point, you, you deflect everything that a woman goes through. Woman was left for adoption. What did she do in the womb? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she was kicking a little too hard in my she ribs. Little, you know, <laughs> she was a, a entitled um, fetus, so we had to let go of her. Like, there's always going to be a deflection. There's always going to be some sort of accountability that right. they want you to sort of take when things like this happen. I'm again, I'm a firm believer. Oh, uh, 
a woman could be standing in the middle of her backyard in a g-string that doesn't give the right to any man to walk on her property exactly and finger her butthole or something exactly. like or you know make some sort of inappropriate pass yeah i mean that's that victim shaming no no yeah exactly it is it is 100 percent. but now it's like i'm it's not like, like what did you do wrong like like i'm not making you know any excuse i do not agree with that at all i feel like you should dress however you want to dress but now i do feel like there is a certain level where it's like if you know and I, i'm gonna see it's like dang anything you say on this situation could really bite you in the butt like but yeah i feel like when it comes to clothing there's a time and place for everything but then again there have been women who do be all dressed up you know they just look really pretty the clothes fit nicely they have a good outfit and men will still harass them or try to rape them yeah you know? i've and seen can, women with fucking fully, turtlenecks and, they and they they're being like clothed, hey mama like, you know so that's what i'm saying like it's so hard to even have a view on this situation because it's like a woman could get harassed raped attacked or whatever wearing anything at this point like they could be in a freaking hazmat suit and still get attacked like facts so it's like you can't there's not much to really say on this except for the fact that you know there are some men who just you know they just not all the way up there like they have a couple screws loose and that's the only way to really put it that honestly falls on the on the you know fault of the men to be honest because i mean you don't see women running after a guy walking outside in swimming trunks no shirt on and flip-flops they're not grabbing his ass trying to you know sexually attack him or rape him or whatever you don't see women doing it so why should men do it like so after marriage women's most important roles are to serve their husbands right typically traditionally and to have and to raise their children so that's number seven the stereotype that every woman should be a mom like i have a love and hate relationship with it honestly i, I do, feel like I if i had the opportunity to procreate why not it's like from what i can tell from what i see the bond between a dad and their it's his daughter dad and his son mom and their kids i feel like that is possibly unless you really fuck it up possibly the most unconditional love you're ever gonna experience in life so why not i mean i hate to think that the idea of me gone and that's it i'm done there's nothing that's gonna continue my legacy there's nothing you know it's just so weird so, but I don't judge women who don't want kids. No, of course not. 100%. I don't, you know, if you don't want to have kids, you don't want to have kids. I'm pro-choice. I respect everybody's pro-choice, but I like to know why. What like, when, when a woman goes, oh, I never want to have kids. How come? She'll tell me the reason. I'm like, oh, okay, I respect that. Yeah. Do you see, kids is now, not for everyone. Now, I agree. Like, that I agree 100%. But what I do hate are the people who don't have kids and they try to, like, boast about it. You know, like, oh, I don't have kids. I oh, can, yeah. I can go out whenever i want that's I a can. trend that's a trend i, I know have Apparently, you seen them um actually, those tiktok videos yeah they call themselves uh what was it dinks dinks or something dinks like dinks yeah d-i-n-k yeah d-i-n-k yeah i actually seen the lady uh she was doing uh she i think she was on like a podcast or a show or something like what that. does that like, mean think dink. dink i i don't know if it stands for anything but i know it's just like to represent uh the parents who are married and live together and don't have kids so now they have the ability to 
waste money on trips and go on vacations and buy whatever they want and go out drinking, drink whenever they want and have all the fun in the world because they don't have the responsibility of kids. And that's fine. If that's how you want to live your life, that's fine. But don't try to throw it in parents' faces like, oh, that must suck. Like, you know, you have the kids all the time. Oh, you can't do this. But I can. Like, ha, huh? you know, I can. Like, why boast about something like that? I've like, seen plenty of videos. I've seen plenty of videos. Oh, so Dink is dual income, no kids. Oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> that actually YOLO, makes so much sense. you only live yeah. once. And it's like, you know, like there's there's people who are actually making TikTok videos, like bragging. Like oh, bragging like no kids. Ha ha. Like we can do whatever we want. You can't. I, like, I saw this white chick, right? On um, Candace Owens, I believe, uh played this video, I think, on one of her shows. And and I completely agree with Candace Owens and what some of the stuff that you just said where these people are bashing parents <laughs> i just don't understand i don't get it do you like, feel like they just got tired of being bashed for not wanting kids so that they flip the table nobody, on us but people with do kids, you feel like we deserve it like we bash no because people with kids don't kid bash people without kids we don't bash them what are we bashing them for like if you think about it, we know we have more responsibility than you now. Now we know we this somebody else's lives in our hands that we have to take care of 24-7. Why would we bash somebody with no kids? What is there to brag about? I mean, maybe not this generation, not our generation, but gener you know, our parents. Yeah, but the things, generation but before things, them. But things wasn't typically a thing back then, like. for real. That was not a thing. <laughs> but typically, they would be sort of a little judgy if you didn't have kids by a certain age. I mean, I do understand even in that, society. You know, like, oh, you're like, no kids. You're like 26. No, no you're not yet. married, and you don't have kids. Like, oh, what's wrong with her? Or no, yeah, that you're I agree divorced with, but... with kids. Like, oh, what's wrong with her? Or you've never got married, never had kids. Something's really wrong with you. Then, like, you can't keep a man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I wants mean, to conceive and procreate with you. Like, you must be a leopard. I mean, but again, you know, we're not living like 20, 30 years ago. Like, this is the 21st century. Like, some, all those. All some of us need to drop some of those expectations and gender roles and right. just, you know, just let people live their lives how they want to live their lives. Adapt with point, the time. You know? Like, come on. Like, number eight girls are valued as wives and not as individuals for girls the social expectation to demonstrate submissiveness can lead to an early marriage which is also used to control their sexuality girls bodies are often seen as assets that can depreciate or appreciate in value depending on community perceptions and notions about honor contributing to early marriage in nigeria this was summarized as you are worth more as a wife than as a daughter more than 700 million girls world worldwide have been forced to marry before the age of 18 sick these girls are less likely to go to school horrible tend to suffer from sexual and reproductive health problems and are more likely to experience abuse perpetrated by their husband mm. that's sad now i do believe that to be true but again you know these are other countries where they've grown accustomed to this way of living you know and even though i know most of these young girls these 18 year olds they don't want to do it but then again it's like now they face the are you a fan of uh young marriage marriages no not at all what's too young for you um i want to say i think anything before 21 is probably too young yeah anything before 21 but then i think like your 20s you know like yeah people get married in their 20s yes sometimes it works especially back in the day you know yeah people, get married, at, people get married at 18. Or christian 
Christian but then again, there there are people who got married at eighteen, like. 30 40 years ago and been together for like 80 40 50 60 plus years so you know back then it was kind of common but with the way the world is now it's like it makes no sense like why would you do it like there's so much going on in the world now so much to explore so much things that you're able to do now that it's like do you really want to i guess hinder that with oh, okay I'm, I'm married now it's like i haven't got the chance to i, I want to get around you know like people have to find themselves and i feel like you do that within like your 20s probably like up to like thir- maybe 30 30 yeah up to like probably like 30 you know you use that time to like figure yourself out figure out what you want to do because now you're an adult you know you have that chance to do things you couldn't do as a child you can actually explore you can go meet somebody in another state another country so you have more opportunities to explore your your horizons but if you get married at 18 now you've just made this lifetime commitment and it's like dang like you know now you go out you see a cute guy and it's like shit i'm married like i've already married i can't do nothing about it i can't (laughs) i can't go on dates i could go on dates with only my husband from here on out for the rest of my life if this works like unless you adopt a polygamy lifestyle then you'll be set for life me and jb was talking about polygamy (laughs) earlier (laughs) Uh, i'm for it Not saying that I personally want like three partners, but it'd be nice if like on a Monday, no, I'm tired. No, I don't have money. Go to husband number two. (laughs) We were just talking about the pros and cons of throuples. Maybe we could have an episode. Right. That would definitely be an interesting episode. Right. Number nine. And I feel like this men deal with this all the time. Heterosexuality is the only sexual orientation that is acceptable. Hold on, wait. Can I say something before you finish? Why sure. do I feel like all of these points are in like I don't <laughs> I want to say more like in the defense of women though. In defense of women? Yeah, and it's on they're all in defense of well, women. Well, I got I got a list of men's too. So oh, this one this right. this I was article say, I'm like, So this is not like, we're our just attacking countdown, men, guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, this is not our countdown. This was a, a research paper that I saw, an article on Oxfam.org, where they were highlighting specific gender roles and expectations and sort of demonstrating where it could lead to violence against women, whether it be emotional or physical violence and some of the challenges that they go through just typically as a woman. We're gonna go through the guys too. But what I do notice that a lot of the stuff that women are highlighting that they're going through, men are going through it too. Right, exactly. And we're gonna read the list entirely, but men literally go through the same thing. So 100%. I just feel like we should just drop everybody's nonsense and accept everybody for how they are and who they are and just move on. It's like we we can't sit here and keep saying who has it worse because right. we're not. We're just trying to shed light on both parties. Yeah, we're not going to get anywhere if we're just going to keep having these conversations and say, well, I got it worse than you and I got it worse than you and right. this is bad right, and this exactly. is bad. This is just to highlight that we're all going through shit. Right, which is exactly why we did the toxic women and toxic men and now this is gender roles on both parties yeah number 10 for the women and then we're done divorced women have less value and i've heard that all the time uh especially back then than now yeah now so like like it's like oh you're divorced you're three-time divorcee you're getting married a fourth time okay congratulations j-lo but (laughs) (laughs) j-lo 
uh, aside from that, like back then, ages ago, oh, that was the worst thing. Okay. Being a divorce, yeah. eh? Yeah, because what did now, you do wrong? Exactly. Now all the blame is on you. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you do? Like, did you not please your man? Did you not? Especially back then, they're, they're like, oh, well, you didn't keep him. up the like, house. He divorced you because you probably didn't keep up the right, house. Right. Oh, you have no kids. That means you probably didn't. You couldn't have kids. So he moved on to the next one. It's so many reasons as yeah. to why they're being judged for. Yeah, agree. Just I a agree. divorce. Could have been that he was beating her. Could I have mean, been that he was cheating on her multiple times, right. but no, she's wearing the scarlet letter because she's a single mom who's divorced. I mean, it's like you said, you know, now it's you know, it's it's okay, you know, you could be divorced four times and still be an eligible bachelorette, you know, have men lining up. You have single mothers with two, three kids who still have t- lines of men trying to, you know. Back then, it was definitely frowned upon, though. I agree. <laughs> Alrighty, when we come back, we're gonna teach you all a new term. JB, have you ever heard of man box? Man box? No, I've never heard of oh. term. <laughs> Brace yourself. So when we come back, I'm gonna teach JB and everybody what man box is, and then we're gonna go through a list of bad, bad stereotypes and gender and toxic gender roles that men go through. So we are back, and I was just telling JB this new this new term that I learned today. Well, between yesterday and today. When I was researching for this episode, stereotypes of the man box. So JB, you've never heard of the term man box. No, never, right? never. So guys, man box is a structure, something that boys learn at an early age that they need to fit into. The central premise of the man box is that if you don't fit in, you're not a real man. And not being a real man carries a heavy, heavy social price. Whether we like it or not, we are constantly bombarded with gender stereotype. From the day we are born, we all receive subtle and not so subtle cues on how to be a man. From baby boys wear blue to real men don't back down from a fight, gender stereotypes are embedded into our culture and reinforced by role models and the media. An Australian study involving men from the ages of 18 through 30 was conducted by the Jetsu Social Service Men's Project. It discussed the concept of a man box and identified seven key concepts that represent some unhealthy and damaging social prim- social pressures that young men are subjected to. Men that confirm to have these stereotypes and agree with these st- statements were identified as being in the man box. So the unhealthy stereotypes of the man box. Self-sufficiency is the first one. Talking with others about your issues and concerns is a weakness. That's a big no-no if you're a man. Men should figure out their personal problems without asking for help. I, <laughs> I see a smile. I, I hate these already. <laughs> because you know it's true. It is true. It is true. 100% it is true. That's like your little girlfriend that expected you not to talk to no one but God and her. Exactly. Because and that's what can, a man does. Right. He don't talk to his friends. Or his family. He, he t- talks to or, God. Or his family. <laughs> he talks to his woman or God. Or and God. God. <laughs> and if he doesn't do that, then he's obviously... Not in the fucking and, man and, box. And not even then, because now even expressing your emotional feelings so women makes you look less masculine, so you can't even speak to your woman half the you're time. You're a sissy. You're, no, no, you're sassy now. Now you're sassy. <laughs> you're not sissy anymore. You're sassy. All right. Second one, acting tough. A guy who doesn't fight back is weak. Guys should always act strong, even if they're even if they feel scared and nervous. Yeah. Like so, but so now you're telling me so if I have to act. So if I so if somebody was to approach me with conflict, I have to go guns blazing. But if a woman was to disrespect you and you don't and you don't go out guns blazing the same way I have to, I can leave you now because now you're not being a woman. You're not defending your own your honor like against yeah, another woman. Like, that. did you want me to punch this lady in her face too? Like for you? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that I'm gonna agree that I've never heard in my life. 
oh, she's not woman enough. I've never heard of that. But we're not man enough because but I've ever, I've we always stepped heard, a, but we stepped we're not away from enough. conflict. Like, not saying that we're like a man stepping away from conflict does not make him a, a wuss. punk. It makes him a wise man. Exactly. To be honest, being, that's being wisdom. Person, to walk away like, from something. Conflict only results. Even if in you know conflict. you're gonna win. <laughs> even if you know you're gonna, like, even if you like, of course you're gonna walk away if you know if you have any inclination. Okay, they're gonna leave me in the hospital. I'm gonna walk away before I'm put in a coma, right? But for the most part, walking away, even when you know you can handle the fight, right? It's not a sign to me it's of not a, punk a sign of weakness. Like, or weakness. That's wisdom. That's wise. Like right. And conflict only brings more conflict. Because exactly. now imagine, imagine if we're together. I beat this guy up. Now we come back to this place. He sees me again. Now he kills me. He shoots me. He stabs me. He does something, or he does something to you because out of spite for me. Like so, it's like <laughs> conflict only brings more conflict. Now I'm not saying if somebody hits you, don't hit him back. But if you get into like a heavy argument with somebody, just just walk away. Just walk away. You know, like don't antagonize it. Don't make the situation worse. Just walk away. It does not make you weak, guys. It does not. All right, guys. Physical attractiveness. Successful men look good, but spending too much time on your looks is not manly. <laughs> It's actually gay. It's like so you gotta be like fifty percent hygienic and fifty percent slob. Like <laughs> wear a suit with some crusty shoes and a messed up hair, dude. Like you know but I just noticed as I'm reading these out loud, um why they they're painting some sort of picture where it's like ours are not it seems very trivial compared to the women you know i, I do I, it, I mean, it, it, and they're making us look like oh we're complaining uh, oh pressure to look good but if i look too good then i'm not a man wow it's like pressure to have sex and if i don't have sex i'm being raped by my husband like like you get right. you get the, 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 we are it's more traumatic it's like, the it's, spectrum. it's like it's more traumatic and more serious when things are happening to women when it happens to men it's like oh but you're a man like, but you're a man very like you're a man put your like, big like, boy put your, like put your foot down on. like you can deal with it suck it up like men don't cry <laughs> okay so how about rigid gender roles men don't do household chores men should be the financial providers for their family again right. men get judged all the time if they're the stay-at-home dads Men get judged all the time if they find themselves unemployed. They... I'm be honest, I actually have a friend who's actually a stay-at-home dad. His wife works, he stays home, takes care of the house, he cooks, he cleans, he takes care of their son when she's not there, and they have a happy marriage. They're perfectly happy. I was just about to ask, how's their relationship? They're happy. You know, they're more, they've been together, I don't even know how long, it's been a good couple years now, and I never once hear him say he wants to leave or he wishes he didn't get married. Like, he's happier than ever, you know? He loves his life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now the whole How old are the kids? Uh I think his son is like two, I think, or three. Wow. Yeah, I think I don't know if I think he has just one son, I think, right now. And his son actually is, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think think his son is autistic. I could be wrong. I could be mistaken. But if I'm not mistaken, his son is autistic. Yeah. Like, his son might be autistic, autistic. if I'm not wrong. So that's a handful. That's Yeah, just so, like... you know, like, it's not like he just stays home and is like, oh, his son goes and plays and he just minds his own business. No, like, he has to take care of his son, feed his son, make sure his son doesn't get hurt, doesn't hurt himself. Make he, sure he's being stimulated, you know. It's, it's a handful job. 
to care for a child. Um, yeah, but then now that he, has special needs. And now, even if he wasn't autistic, it's still the same responsibility. You know, you have this child's life in your hands. You're not. He's not just home. Like, <laughs> go do whatever you want. You know, he has the responsibilities. But like I said, he's starved for the dad. cough. He's happy. His wife's happy. Never heard any complaints. Okay, so they mentioned this for women, and of course, I knew this is gonna be in the list for the men. Heterosexuality and homophobia. A gay guy is not a real man. Straight guys should not have gay friends. See, oh, I don't like. I can see it happening. I mean, it does happen a lot. It does happen. It, it happens a lot. Believe me, I, I've met a couple of weirdos that's like, "Ooh, you are," but. I don't know in my situation i've never liked labels i always said it labels is for leave that for music and for clothes we're human beings we don't need fucking extra labels and right extra exactly. boxes to be put into exactly right so with that being said i've never ran up and down the street and said i'm gay love me right respect me because i'm gay you know i've never used that word um i've been in uh, most of my relationships have been same sex. I've talked to and been with women. And it's something that I don't, I I don't know. I don't introduce in the conversation. Hey, I'm Anthony, a gay. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, I'm, like, I'm Anthony, a man. Like, right. usually, no, I, and I have a lot of straight friends. A lot of straight friends. And I have gay friends. <laughs> Macho thugs, like, that you see them out in the street corner and you think, okay, he's going to either sell me drugs or rob me <laughs> and i've never had issues with anyone because i've never forced i've always felt well in my time my lifestyle was always alternative to the norm mm -hmm. man and woman so i've never forced my alternative lifestyle down anybody's throat you know it's just so weird to me like i feel i have a you know, really love-hate relationship with the woke gay community right now I, like the honestly, younger generation yeah like my thing right. is I love, i've never I, woke up and did that like right like i like, am a gay like, like i look like i love everybody the same like i said i have gay friends i have gay family members and you know i love everybody the same but now the way and this is not me attacking anybody or whatever the case is but now it's like the way that some i guess you could say like people of the lgbt community um are it's like they're real in your face about it you know like you have to know about it. They want to tell you about it. And like my issue is that I'm, I love gay people. They're the most fun people I've been around. But now I've always say, you know, like, and people know I'm straight. If you know I'm straight, don't try to flirt with me. Don't try to like rub up on me. Don't be on top of me. You know, like live your life how you want to live your life. That's perfectly fine with me. But if you know I'm a straight man and I like girls, don't flirt with me. You know, and if you do, and I tell you like, oh, you know, I'm straight, you know, I like, you know, whatever case is, and you continue to do it because now to you, it's like, oh, well, I'm just playing around. I'm just joking. But if I'm uncomfortable with it and I told you to stop, then stop. But then now I get labeled as homophobic because then now it's like I'm hating or I, I hate gay people. But it's yeah, like, it's a double standard. It's but it's like, standard. but it's like, I'm just saying, like, just don't do it with me. Like, do it with whoever you want. I don't care, but just don't do it with me. You know? So the next one, uh, I do believe a lot of gay people have, and straight guys too, but uh, gay community, you cannot tell me that you guys are not hyper hypersexual. So the next one is hypersexuality. A real man has as many sexual partners as possible. <laughs> a real man never says no to sex. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I've never heard of that sort of stigma. I'm beyond How many partners have you had? Two, you're not a real man. 
I've never heard of that. Like, if anything, if like a man a body said, count, you're being if, judged for your be body honest, count for not having enough. I'm gonna be honest. If a man says he has less than ten bodies, then a lot of people are actually shocked and surprised. Like, wait, but what? to judge him for it not being man enough because be honest, he only I've has never, like ten I've, bodies I've, under his belt. I'm gonna be honest. I've never heard anybody judge a man for having less bodies. I like in my like in the life I live and where I'm always outside. I'm always out, and I know people who have. I've who, never. That, that's have, new to me. Who have way less bodies than I do, and uh, we never say. What are you gay? Like, what are you not like? What are you like, boys? Like, we don't say nothing like that, you know. It's just some people just don't give it up to anybody. A lot of people, you know, are more conservative, so you can't really judge somebody for doing what they want with their body. To be honest, how do you feel about aggression control? They say they say men should use violence when necessary. A man always has the final say in a relationship. No, not at all. Men should always use violence as necessary. <laughs> Like necessary. Who, who are you trying to raise? A fucking gladiator like Thor? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're uh, building the Avengers. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's just uh, this. This is like this topic. It just goes so deep. Like it's so deep. And There's keep, so many issues to it. Keep too, going. Like, it goes based on the simplest things to where, like, when you're a kid. Oh, that's pink. That's for girls. You don't wear that on your boy. I wear pink. I like the way pink looks. Like, to be yeah, honest. Like, <laughs> but imagine back then, even you. What year were you born? Ninety-six. Ninety-six. Uh, I I don't remember people running around and saying, "I'm gonna buy a pink shirt for my three-year-old right. boy," yeah. no, because not. their that whole pink is for girls uh -huh. is embedded in their brain. Whether uh -huh. they're actively saying, "Oh, I'm actively," you know, sound like the exorcist. <laughs> Whether they're actively being prejudiced over gender, um, they they still have that in the back of their heads. No, yeah, I know a lot of people do. A lot of people do definitely. That's like, um, what about this one? Boys don't play with Barbies. Oh my God, this, this topic again. <laughs> Not this topic again. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, damn, this is just one of those topics again that could bite you in the ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no matter how you say it, but um. I'm one of those people who, you know, like, I was raised, you know, like, boy play with boy, boys play with boy toys, girls play with girl toys. Girl toys consisted of Barbies with their hair done, their nails, and, you know, purses and makeup and the glitter and stuff like that. That's just how I was raised. And now I'm not saying you can't let your, your son play with Barbies if you want to. That's on you. That's perfectly fine. Me personally, I wouldn't. You know, I grew up, like, Barbie was the that was like the item for girls like that was the prize that was the goal for girls to have as many Barbies or the whole Barbie collection the Barbie dream house and you know like so me personally I wouldn't buy my son Barbies Sorry. how about Damn. Cabbage Patch kid would you buy your son a Cabbage Patch I'm gonna kid? be honest Cabbage Patch kids is right now they actually sell for a lot of money so <laughs> are they still making Cabbage Patch no, kids no, I don't think they do to be oh I, I, think, yeah. I saw this new that's, segment. I think that's why they're collectibles now and they go for like I saw this old new segment and uh it was a black friday and these people were going mad for cabbage patch kids you know i had one i made my mom i'm gonna be honest i thought they were the ugliest things ever created no <laughs> i made my mom buy me one honestly i made my mom buy me one this is literally after poppy had left right us and i became obsessed with a cap i wanted to just i don't know why i just wanted a baby whatnot and <laughs> My black ass ended up getting a blonde one. Oh. <laughs> he was white and blonde with blue hair, with blue eyes. And, she, and it was worse. She made me take him to therapy. Oh, God. She's like, bring him. I'm like, no, 
he wants to stay. She goes, no. <laughs> Bring him. <laughs> Bring him. <laughs> he wants to stay. <laughs> he doesn't want to go with me. He don't want to go to the doctor today. No, he's sick too. <laughs> so the results. It seems that despite some good progress in recent years, there's still plenty of work to do to combat messages that uphold the old stereotypes. Approximately half, 49%, of respondents indicated that the messages they received about how to be a man supported the above negative stereotypes that we mentioned. The respondents who supported and agree with the man box stereotypes experienced a host of negative physical, mental, and social health outcomes in their lives. Damn. Including 64% had suicidal thoughts in the last two weeks. 55% have been involved in a road traffic accident in the last year. How do they... <laughs> Wait, I don't mean to laugh. I'm always laughing at the most awkward things. But where does toxic gender roles relate to road traffic accidents? Are we thinking uh, about it while I, we're I, driving? I, I, I gotta be a man! <laughs> probably road rage, you know? Oh. Like, if somebody No, that's you a good off, point. You like, just shut me up. Yeah, you know, like if somebody cuts you, like let's say you're a man driving, so another man or somebody cuts you off, the whole thing of it all would be like, oh, now I'm upset. Now now I have to do something. I'm a man. I'm not just going to sit in my car and let this person cut me off. Like, no, now I'm going to say something. And, you know, a lot of it does cause a lot of accidents. A lot you of, know you who's know, gotten better? But when I was younger, who had a lot of road rage was our father. He still does. <laughs> he still does. I just, <laughs> I don't think he could barely breathe. That's why he can't curse as much as he would. But 71% had physically been bullied by someone else in the last month. JB, have you ever bullied anyone? No, never. Have you ever been bullied? No, never. No? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I was bullied, but like being like a teenager and stuff, you know, a lot of, I mean, because me personally, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty skinny dude, you know, and a lot of people, when they look at me, they're like, oh, look at this skinny guy, like, whatever the case is. That's so, another, you just mentioned that. I was about going to ask you before we wrap up, like, were, were any if specific toxic gender roles that you felt like you've struggled with growing up? And you mentioned that you're skinny. And I notice a lot of people say that, like, oh, he's skinny. That's a little boy. That's not a man. Where's <laughs> yeah, the meat? It's... Where's the muscle? Like Arby's. We have the meat. Where's the meat? Right. <laughs> But you know what's funny? You know what's so funny? And I find it hilarious that men get body shamed a lot. A but, lot. But and no when, one talks about it. As, not, not as often as they do women when, being women body are shamed. body shamed. Yep. And it's insane. Like, a lot of men suffer the same mental illnesses that women do. You know, like eating disorders or stress eating and stuff like that. Depression and whatnot. So why is it that it's okay to body shame a man because he's a man? But once you call a woman fat, now you're being attacked and canceled for calling a woman fat well you just called me skinny and you told me i don't eat like you're calling me anorexic and stuff like that so i'm you're fucking fat like like it's not my fault that you're 40 pounds heavier than than i am you know and you know like with me i just i have a fast metabolism like i eat a lot i just don't retain any weight and that's something i can't help so to get told especially with and most of the time i hear from people in my family you know like oh look it's like does he eat like do you eat like why don't you like like i eat i eat all the time i just don't gain the weight like what do you want me to do you want me to scarf down like 10 burgers in one sitting like like i don't know what to tell you no it's so true it's so true then you start developing the dad bod and then they go look pudgy yeah and then that it actually honestly sometimes it does like make me think like and that's one of my insecurities is my body weight you know because a lot of 
girls too like the, oh you're real skinny i didn't think you were that skinny like well i didn't think you had a fucking gut but you don't see <laughs> but you ain't see me complain i ain't call you fat i didn't say you were too overweight for me <laughs> like, <laughs> like i didn't say anything wrong about you like why do you have to point out my way i didn't point out yours and i'm pretty sure you're probably overweight but i'm not gonna sit here and call you fat about it like it's so like, true though <laughs> it honestly really really is so true and, it's crazy you know um like you said like what uh toxic gender roles and stuff or things that i suffered with is also like i'm an emotional person like i am in touch with my feelings and i get called sassy for it sassy but, but that's you... new to me sassy to me my generation sassy means that you're very lippy that you got like maybe like a comeback or a clap back for any little thing that's oh you know someone with a little sass attitude that's yeah, what i but... keep getting but someone like i'm feeling down today you're being sassy what <laughs> i think the the way they identify i feel being like that's just sassy. a cute way of calling you gay or a pussy or <laughs> pussy like sissy like instead of saying sissy yeah. i'm gonna say sassy instead yeah, of saying gay because now if they say it out loud right with an audience around like oh jb you're being emotional you're being gay then all of a sudden the eyes are gonna switch on them mm -hmm. and they're gonna be like and if he was gay what is the problem <laughs> Where are you getting at? No. Because yeah. we live in such a sensitive uh, society. I feel. No, you know, it's funny. I actually had an experience with that one time. Um, so I was out one day and like I said, you know, I have gay friends and I was out with a couple of like my gay friends and my straight friends and like my gay and friends. And I met, I met some, I met straight friends and gay friends. They pretty decent group of people. I, I enjoyed my time. Yeah. Now um, I do have you know all the friends that you haven't met and one of those friends was there at the time and now my gay friends when i'm out with them i'm the one taking videos of them posted them like yeah like that's my friend like and you know i hyped them up you know like yes bitch like do it like do you think you know that doesn't make me gay i'm just a hype man you know like i'm gonna hype up my friends i'm gonna make them feel good about themselves you know and You're i just one of those people that i get the more and more that we talk on this show the what i've learned about my brother ladies and gentlemen is He's like a feel-good time. You get what I'm saying? Um, it's positive for the most part because everybody has their downtime. But for the most part, it's I want to create a positive environment for the people around me and myself. I want to push people to be better versions of themselves to sort of let go a little bit, you know? And how is that not being a man? I, I and it's funny because that night that I was out with my friends, it got brought up like, oh, you posted this guy twerking on your video and you said, that's my bestie. Like, okay, how does that make me gay? And they literally questioned my sexuality and they tried, they were so convinced that I was gay. Like, oh, you know, if you're gay, it's okay. Like, I'll still love you. And I'm telling them, I'm not gay, dude. Like, I'm not gay. I love like, I just posted a video of my friend dancing. Right. Like, that does not make me freaking gay. You didn't see me letting so you it twerk post a on me. You like, post a video of an old lady twerking what are you you're into grannies you're a sugar baby <laughs> listen like, i post a lot i post a lot i post half the stuff that i post i'm not even in i i have a video of this little old lady i didn't even know who she was but i thought she was great her energy and she it was in the isla cafe <laughs> it was funny it happened at and she was dancing and she had the jacket and she was like swiping it up and down her puss puss and she was just like flinging it up in the air and i put it i i, I put the song um 
I think it was like a Frank Sinatra Christmas song. <laughs> it's like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and she's just there, like you know, twerking. I thought it was funny. What does that make me? Like I'm into rannies. Like this, see, I just don't understand. Like you know, and then that's why I say, you know, like it's not only women that suffer within, you know, like the toxic gender roles. It's men too, but it's just because we're men, it's not spoken about as often. And if God forbid you speak and about it. And if it is spoken about it, you make it sound so trivial, guys. You make it sound like our ours are just little anthills compared to the atrocities that other people are going right. through. Or like if we bring it up or you see like these famous people on podcasts talking about it and stuff, now it's like, oh, do they really hate women that much? Like how are how are us being, you know, um, I guess you can say aware of our feelings and knowing like us as men that we're able to feel these feelings how is that us hating women like we just want it to be known like yes we do suffer as well like women aren't the only one just because we're men doesn't mean we can't suffer emotionally mentally if you, know? you prick us do we not bleed <laughs> i forgot how what, the rest goes what is, what is that one song um i'm only human i'm only human by who oh, i'm only human yeah but i think it's like or something i forgot uh, oh no um Something Perry. Something Perry. Katy Perry? No, 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 no. By Jamie Hartman? Christina Perry. Oh! Christina oh. Perry. And I bleed when I fall down. Holy yeah, that song. Oh, I we definitely got to play it. So we're going to play it. I love that song. <laughs> we're going to play it, and then we're going to come back and wrap up. Thank you. Alrighty, guys. We are back, and we spent the past hour talking about toxic gender roles for both the men and women. And, yeah, it was really, really interesting, and it had a lot of great fun talking about all these good things. We just played, what did we play? Human by Christina. I'm Perry. only human by Christina. Yes, for everybody that listens to us on um, Bruno Explains It All Uncut on well, Spotify. Thank you, everybody who tunes in. Um... We've gone over a hundred streams on that version of the show. So yeah, super cool. India always comes in. India and the US are like our two biggest supporters. So thank you, India. Thank you, US. And until the next episode, JB, any final words? No guys, just keep on rocking, you know. Right? Just treat everybody with love and respect. Remember guys, we're all human. Exactly. <laughs> we all cry. And it's Wait. not gay to cry. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Bye.